This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We're having the most fun conversation about food. Have I shocked you? Yes. Why? Yes, yes you definitely have. Because <laughs> I don't understand. I, mm. Yeah. Mm. No. No. No, that's not okay. It is okay. <laughs> because there are people who love to cook and feed. Oh, and right. I love to Eat. be fed. Got it. A partnership made in heaven. heaven. There we go. Where do you not see this working? <laughs> We've got Chef Ogo. Uh, Okonaye. Yes. Ngoni. Yes. What does your yes. name mean, sir? He's also here. Oh. Yeah. Okonaye. Nah, yes. Okonaye. Yes. It's closer. Yes, closer. It's really beautiful. Thank you. Because that, of course, denotes God, God's yes. presence. Yes, yeah. Many, many meanings around my family. Yes. Um, the person who named me, my grandmother, that's that's Okonana Utiko in this home. Yes. Um, And then... Growing up, I heard she only had girls, so na uko na yomfana paga tukwamandomazana. That's so, beautiful. Yeah, that's it. Well, welcome. Lovely to see you again. Thank you for having me again. And how we got into this like big <laughs> conversation about how I like to eat and how I like to be fed, actually, <laughs> chef. Yes. Was that I jumped in and I said, you know, usually we have a chat and then I eat, and today yeah. your food is just plated so beautifully. Oh, thank you. It smells so beautiful. Oh. Um, I just want to jump straight in, and you said. Uh, uh, baby, you said that last time. The last time well. I was here, that's exactly. You said you're eating first. I said, let's talk first. So it's a you thing. And it's what you've brought. Well, okay, I'll take it. Tell us a little bit more for anybody who wasn't here for our first set of conversations. Where does Chef Okonaya come from? Um, home is Utenegg, um, Eastern Cape. Um, currently reside in Joburg. Been here now, what, six years? Nice. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm from. And, and the love for food? Love for food, um, definitely my late mom. She, I mean, the first time I think I stepped into the kitchen, I cooked, I was 10. Yeah, okay. And she was like, you can reach the stove, so you're going to cook. Um, because you get home from school before us. Yeah. So what are you going to eat in between 3 o'clock and when we get home at 5? So, I mean, I always say that was probably the last time it was a chore. It was that first day. Yeah. Other than that, it was just... Love, 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 love all, all around. And really you cook with love and you plate with love. Oh, thank you. Can we talk about the plating? Because yes. the visual element is so important Very. in food. Obviously, as a trained chef who comes from chefing school um, or culinary school, mm. that's part of what you're taught. Correct. But what enhancements can we make at home to make it more visually appealing? I mean, I always say use the full ingredient. Like, for example, if you are making, let's say, mash, the full experience is in don't throw away as you peel your... <laughs> what is that reaction? <laughs> um, you peel your potato and you want to throw away the skin. Don't. Mm. Dehydrate the skin, you know. Um, use it for something else. I always say have a little bit of potato salt. So once you've dehydrated in the oven, you mix it with your salt and now you have flavored salt. So that's part of plating using oh the full gosh, ingredient. That's clever. Yes. So the full ingredient also helps with the plating. You're dehydrating it by putting it in the oven. In the oven, once it's all crispy. Like you'd make a chip. Yes, exactly like that. Once it's crispy. Blend it up or... Pestle the mortar, yes. whatever you do. There we go. Add it to your salt mix, whatever salt container you have. Mm. And now you have potato salt. Mm. Okay. What sorcery is this I, I on don't this know. plate? Because, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so we are traveling the continent. Yes. This is what we've been doing. Yes. And so today we are... 
in Europe. Yes, Europe. And of course, me being me, Monaming, I came straight here to the, to meat. the meat. <laughs> so where are we continent-wise here? Um, oh, so I'm going to sit down. With the meat, we are in Spain. Mm. We're in Spain. You know, I always say Spain is, it gives me South Africa because mm-hmm. they're all about grilling their meat. We're, we're a bright country. So that's, so that's exactly what you have there. And what is this green? The green, it's what, it has two names or three names rather. It's either called uh, a macho verde or a macho verde sauce or a green sauce. So it's got avo in it, few secret herbs. So I upped it up a little bit just for you today. Um, it's got a few things in there. Sweet, sour, chili, salty, umami. <laughs> I could finish that whole plate. Oh, that's good. Mm. That's what a chef wants to hear. Yeah, I could finish that whole plate. That's a whole, what is that, a tea? Um, uh, that's a ribeye. A, a ribeye. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a ribeye. Mm. What are the secrets to capturing that part of the continent's flavor? It's, again, I think there's certain parts of Europe that really remind me of South Africa. Mm. It's food around that continent. Mm. It's culture-based. So it's all about their history, where they're from. Like, for example, if back in the day with the wars and everything else, they didn't have certain ingredients, they made the most of what they had. Mm. And that is what captures sort of the essence of, I'd say, Spain. Whatever they had, I mean, it's also big on seafood. So, mm. you know, like your paellas and all of that. It's, you know, it's, 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 what do they call it? Sort of your poverty food back in the day, which now as, you know, we, we sort of get better in the cooking. We, yes. we up it up. Mm. So that's. And we claim as our own. Exactly. So it's the culture and the history, all of that. You know, last week we were in South America mm. and the Argentinian Ooh. meat has a very similar yes. flair. And of yes. course it would. Um, it's so interesting that kind of colonization through line that comes Correct. through and the similarities mm. here, Spain and Argentina. Correct. So funny enough, when you say that, the mm. green sauce you're asking about, it's literally a cousin of a sauce from Argentina. We Chimichurri. had it last week. Chimichurri. Chimichurri. Yes, yes, it's exactly a cousin. The, and I was obsessed. Yes. Yeah, that's my favorite. Can I tell you what I did? Then I went onto my app. You know the app where you order the things? Because yes, remember, that app. I don't cook. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, um, and I ordered a chimichurri. Yeah. It wasn't the same as our chefs last week. It, it and I'm never. telling you, if I order this, it's never going to be the same it as what never. you've given me. It'll never. It'll yeah. never. Anything that is personalized, because yeah. that's exactly what you have in front of you is personalized. Yeah. So it, it will have that touch. Divine. Definitely. All right. Where are you taking us next, chef? Okay, let's do we still doing savory, right? Sure. Um, so next we have risotto, but presented a little bit diff- differently. Yeah. So that's deep fried risotto. Um, okay, in these so, pockets. Yes, um, which has exotic, it's a three or four types of mushrooms in it. And then underneath there, there's a mushroom mm. puree and pecorino mm. cheese. Okay, now mushrooms aren't usually my favorite thing really? in the world. They just don't, they have that... What is it? It's like a umami. Then whatever that taste earthy? is, earth, yeah, it's like. I mean, you like salads, so hmm. But not a mushroom. Very bizarre. Uh, I want okay. to hear what you're gonna say with that. All right, because that's I'm... packed with mushroom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> not the cry. <laughs> mm. Okay, there's a crunch. I'm happy. Mm, the crunch was good. Okay. Hmm. Remind me again, what is a risotto? So risotto, it's literally a type of rice, okay? So, you know, it's not what we parboil at home or boil at home with the white rice. So it's a little bit of a starchier, short grain rice, um, which you cook and releases starch and thickens. I mean, it's it's usually served as a dish on its own, this unlike is- us with mm-hmm. the rice on the side. 
This is really delicious. Okay, I'm happy. Yeah. It's flavorful. It's got a crunch. Mm. So it's interesting. It's also, I don't know if the word simple is all like homely. It yes. feels yes. comforting. Yes. That, that's exactly what risotto is supposed to do to you. Yes. It's supposed to be that. If it was served traditionally where you get a bowl in front of you, it's warm. It's got a little bit of white wine on it and cheese. It, that's exactly sort of the feelings you'd want. Homeliness. What's the light creamy thing that we put with it? Parmesan? Perhaps. Sometimes cream as well. Um I, I think those those are sort of what you look a lot of butter as well so good i'm happy yeah that's good did i get you to love mushrooms yes what are the mushrooms that we've got here okay we've got king oyster there is that this big one that that's, looks like an oyster there we go yes okay. that's got the it. one that's king oyster right there and then um we've got uh shiitake not my fave but i've, I've come to see that people like it and then we've got a few dehydrated but inside your result i've got dehydrated mushrooms which i've rehydrated um <laughs> and then we've got synergy. no i'm like, trying to like, decide <laughs> i'm trying to decide and i can see you're looking at yeah, my I'm face like, i'm trying to yeah. decide if that king oyster mushroom is for you yeah if it's and it is oh so i think the reaction i'm having is who told me that mushrooms aren't delicious? Uh -oh. Where does this belief come from? Let's not blame a third person now. <laughs> yeah, but where does this belief, where does I this mean, come from? I mean, okay, so usually people don't, don't like mushrooms. It's the texture rather than the taste. Most people don't like it. It's the texture. Because that was okay. I uh, managed that. Yes. It was, and it was delicious. I think the flavor as well mm. is really good. I don't mind a raw mushroom in a, in a salad. Okay. I love that. But we're always talking about the same old button mushroom. I, mm, I stay away from those. You see, it, it, that's also the thing. If you're saying flavor, then I, I would say we'll blame the white button. Because for me, they barely have any. It's one of those sort of ingredients you need to add other stuff to bring them to the party. Yeah. Those... So I usually call those mushrooms exotic mushrooms. These. So yes. So those ones have their natural flavors. You know, like you like your truffles and all of that. They have their own got it. sort of, I don't know, character. So we've got to elevate yes. the mushroom experience. Yes. This was yes. very delicious. Stay away from white button. <laughs> Who are we representing here? There, that's Still Italy. Italy. This that's is it Italy. That's Italy. Italy, yes. Because Italy, you imagine the pastas, don't yes. you? Yes, pastas, you... pizzas. Pizzas. Yes. So this was a very, this was good to, to bring something different yes. from Italy. Yes. Well done, chef. Thank you. Uh, so what is this all around here? So there's some you mushroom said, puree on oh, there. The mushroom puree. Puree, right. yeah. And then some just herbs, nasturtium, which is like a water How plant. would you serve this? So exactly like that. So those are, I'd love serving those for parties. Yes. Rather than one-on-one. -on -one, because then you can have waiters around, just a little nibble or a welcome snack. It's a nice, it's heavy if you can have a lot of it sure. but two or three of those you're good to yeah. have like a dinner to follow okay okay very interesting because i would have maybe one or two on a plate with yes. something else yes as well really divine i hope you can see the pictures of what we're talking about um on our social media and you can see uh chef ukonaye ngondi in studio with us as we're talking about our final world food series stop and we are in europe spain france the uk and italy we've covered spain we've covered italy now where to next chef? okay now we start with our sweet things oh yeah yeah 
see your guys' studio is so warm. Mm. Now my beautiful creation has slightly melted a little bit there. <laughs> Here. Right there, yes. What what nation is this? So that's France. Okay. That's a meal for it. So it's got pastry cream and fresh meal foy. Oh, yes. And pastry cream and berries, blackberries. Yes. Mm-mm. A little bit of icing on there. Nice. Oh, and puff pastry, yeah, that's the that's what's holding everything. Is there I mean, what can you tell us about um, the cooking processes or mm. the history or, you know, why these things become the, the, the most iconic mm. in those nations? So um, we'll, I'll touch on France since we're there. Yeah. So in, in the chefing world, it's usually seen that France is sort of like the birthing place of what a chef brigade is. Yes. So what I mean by having the full kitchen, have a chef de cuisine, have a tonant, all those things. So those are, again, rich history. It's literally about the rich history and what dining out started off as. Mm. And I mean, the whole world was eating at some point. There was, it didn't, eating and cooking didn't start in one place. Exactly. Everyone was eating. Just that when it comes to like an organized kitchen and having sort of processes, we would give our hats off to, to France for I that. See. Yeah. Mm. It's all about ingredients, isn't it? Always. Because this berry. Yes. Has retained its bouncy, juicy beautifulness in the process of being in the mix with everything else. Yeah. And um, and that just adds to everything, the experience in your mouth. Yeah. And it's also not too sweet. Th- that's the thing. So when it comes to French cuisine, it's, it's all about the subtleties. Mm. It's about that experience. You sit there, you listen, you sit there and go, okay, I can taste what you put in here rather than just bombarding you with a whole lot of crazy flavors where you can't really go through what you are what you have in front of you custard no pastry cream pastry cream you, i need to know the difference <laughs> so pastry cream it's it, it, there is it is a custard base um thickened with corn flour so yeah that that would be the major private difference. school custard there we go. elevated custard there we go there we go private school custard yes that is divine you won't get that in a box no no no, no, definitely not. You're gonna have to come to my house. <laughs> okay, so now we move to the UK. Yes, the okay. UK. Um, and I really was hoping that you'd bring fish and chips, but then I thought, is that even a UK thing? It is. It is. I mean, and I would have probably elevated. There are ways to elevate it. I yeah. probably would have tried. Um, but we have what we have today is called Eaton Mess. Mm. So I like calling it. That's the UK trifle. Yes. I mean, we we can give it to them that they taught us the trifle. Ah. <laughs> um, it's literally stacked custard, meringues, and fresh fruit. And sometimes there's some stewed fruit with it and just layered right through. Mm. So that's that's what you have in front of you there. So what is the fruit that you've stewed and entered? So there, there's... I didn't stew that. I tried to keep it fresh, okay. you know. I, th- I thought the, the savories would be heavy. So that's a baked custard. So... Made custard from scratch, but baked it. And then the white that you see there is the meringue. Oh? I don't know what I just put in my mouth. Probably a meringue. Meringue, no? Yeah, that's a meringue. Yes. It's an interesting texture. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There Same you go. <laughs> yeah, that, there's the I'm meringue. I'm here now. <laughs> Are you enjoying it? Yeah, this is very good. Yeah, meringue's literally just sugar, egg whites, baked and dehydrated via the oven. Um, then broke up into shards and then we've got some fruit on there. And some custard. The, mm. Yeah, it should be silky, velvety, a little bit of it crunch is. there, a little it bit is. of freshness from the strawberries. Mm. I remember meringue mm. from Home Egg. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why we make so many meringues in home egg. I mean, it's if you go, it's same as chefing. If you're going to study, let's say, patisserie, going to be a pastry chef, it's one of the fundamentals that you need to learn. You know, it's easy to mess up, but also easy to get perfect. I mean, after a while, it was like, okay, let's, <laughs> let's, let's move, move on. on. <laughs> <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> I get you. I and get you. we made chicken pies. And again, so many freaking chicken can, pies. Can we move on <laughs> from the chicken pie? This was beautiful. Oh, thank you. This is really, thank really you. beautiful. So you lecture as well. Yes. So mm-hmm. lecturer, I'd, almost former lecturer. I'll put it like that. Almost sort of. former. Yes. Okay. Um, moving into project planning, project management. Yes. Now, um, with the institution which I lecture, lectured at and studied at. Stunning. So it's a full circle alma mater type of thing and going back and working there. So that possibility for partnership exists yes. with this institution. Definitely, definitely, definitely. That's fantastic. Mm, and it's something that I think this year we're looking like hugely on to bring our alumni back, yeah. to try and do pop-ups right through our six campuses and try to get their name out there, you know. So let's talk about pop-up events and restaurants. I mean, yeah. what what are the dynamics of the pop-up field? So you need to you need to be one of those people who go out, I don't say a lot, but you need to know what everyone's doing out there. Is it the pop-ups? Are they just fully just entertainment? Um, is it food? And what food are people eating? Yeah. So when I started my pop-up events here in Joburg, I just came with the mindset because I lived in Cape Town before and Cape Town's big on that. Yes. Cape Town's big on trying new things, new people and all that. I was like, okay, let's, let's see what Joburg has and yeah. what are they eating? And I've seen here in Joburg, um, I'd say a lot of our African food is big here in Joburg. Yeah. So I needed to find a way to be different than everyone else. So it's pop-ups is about being different. Mm. A lot of chefs can do it, but what is your signature? What is your signature? What is your signature yeah. as a chef? That's yeah, very so. important because that's obviously what will draw people back. Correct. And follow you. Correct. Yeah. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. You also, you know, obviously are big on partnership yes. and collaboration. Yes. Let's talk about Trace Africa. Yeah, um, so I did a lot of, all of my, actually all of my pop-ups actually since 2020 um, were televised on Trace Africa. Okay. So they had a thing called um, The Flavors Of. Mm. So now it was The Flavors Of Johannesburg. So they were looking at sort of the, because all my pop-ups are themed. There's always a theme, meaning there's going to be different food, there's going to be different vibe. It could go from a fine dining, eight, ten course type of thing to a chill session, but it's still the core of it is the food rather than everything else that goes with that. So mm. Trace Africa was like, we would like to shoot this. We'd want to see it. We want to put it out there. And that's what they did. And many of the other brands that I've partnered with, whether it's alcohol or the spaces that I host these pop-up events at, which I have one coming up. <laughs> oh, you do? Tell yes. us, tell us. Is, um, it, is it open to the public? Yes, definitely, okay. definitely. Uh, tickets are still available 2nd of March. Okay. Um, it'll be in Auckland Park. Um, the theme is White Wonder. So um, everything... I'll say this, everything that will be eaten and consumed, rather drank as well, will be white. Meringue. There's the meringue. There won't be any meringues. (laughs) (laughs) There are other foods that we can present white. I'm teasing you. Okay, that sounds interesting. Yes, yes. And immediately the mind starts thinking Mm. of all the white foods and drinks. Correct. And then, uh, you know, the guessing game begins. And that's how I do it. Before you come through. Yeah, all my menus are also very vague. I will not say if I ever show you the menu, I'll say maybe rabbit. 
wrap it with white. White yeah. rabbit, white yeah. piece. Exactly. Because I want that continuously, even through the dinner or the pop-up event, for you to still think, oh, what might he present? Yeah. What are we going to have? How is it going to taste and all of that? Yeah. Creativity is incredibly broad, right? Yeah. As we spoke about the visual element, mm. but also this other element that gives us... Um, it almost like forces us to engage further, engage mm. cerebrally with what yes. the menu is going to be. And that gives us a nice link to the chef. That's correct. That's brilliant. Correct. You get to see what my thinking was. Yes. And by the time you get to the last course, you're like, wow, I can, I see, I tasted, I heard, I smelt your story. Yeah. Because there is, a, there should be a story in any menu. It shouldn't just be random things put on a plate and... Oh yeah, there's your menu. So that is that is true. That is the essence of it. Okay, so we arrive, mm -hmm. and is it what? And now at the pop up at yes, the event. Okay, yes. you arrive. There will be welcome drinks. Yeah. There will be which from the welcome drink and the welcome snacks. You will sort of see what where this is going. Okay. Sort of the ambiance as well, the type of music that's going to be played. Whether it's live, whether it's you know other music, you will sort of already see people are arriving. Um, I usually won't let people into where the dining space Got is you. until everyone has arrived. Right. And then everyone can have their wow moment. Mm -hmm. Then sit and Ooh, converse. Table placement. Correct. The decor. Correct. Mm. Correct. Correct. That, that's yeah. exactly what we do. Okay. And then menu unfolds. Yes. So you would have your menus on the table. Amuse bouche. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. You have it right in front of you. Yes. You read it. You try and understand yeah. it. Ask. And then... First course served. So That's yeah, it's, it's five courses and then call it six with mm. the sort of arrivals. Amazing. Yeah. Where can we follow you, Chef? Um, Instagram, mm -hmm. Chef underscore Ukonae. Um, you get all information about me. If you want to book me for private dinners, don't book me though for weddings above 50 people. I okay. don't, you will not see me cook creamed spinach and <laughs> butternut in 25 liter pots. Sorry. <laughs> You 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 don't want to make eaten mess in twenty five no, liter pots. It's not that kind of a party. Okay. Not that kind of a chef. No, um, but yeah. that's very important. Yes. Eh? know your thing. Know Correct. your lane. Know what you you because then you start resenting the thing that you love so much. That's that's exactly. I respect it. that a lot. Bespoke. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful, chef. Ukonae Nguni, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. And we will see you at your pop up. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that sounds like a lovely thing to attend. Yes. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.